welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. I'm going to ask you a question, and this is a question that I think just about every human has asked, and I think at some point, every child gets to that age where they're asking those hard questions. And this goes along with with so much of God's character, but it's the why. Why does God allow a God who is self-sufficient, who is eternal, who is immutable, he never changes, who's omnipotent. He's all powerful. He's omniscient. He knows all things. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. Like a God who has all of these characteristics. How can a God who is so loving and so kind allow bad things to happen Mm -hmm. to good people? Yeah. It's a really important question to cover with our kids because we all, we tend not to think about it until we're going through some form of suffering. But then when we do experience suffering, that question becomes very, very real. Or if someone close to us is experiencing intense suffering. And that actually is something that we do cover in the next unit where we talk about the attributes that God invites us to reflect. Because um, theologians have also called these communicable attributes, these attributes God invites us to reflect. They've also called them God's moral attributes. So things that we are called to do. And so we actually talk about this in our lesson on the goodness of God. You know, we talk about goodness means God always acts kindly toward his creation. And we talk about, well, you know, how how can that be? How could it be that God always acts kindly toward his creation when we see, you know, people being mean to one another, when we mm-hmm. seeing when we see people getting sick and dying, you know, even when they're not old, you know, when we see things like wars happening, you know, or or we experience something like divorce, you know, how is it possible that God is a good God? And so that's where we have to look at the entire biblical narrative to understand that that the world is not right now as God initially designed it to be, that we see in those seven days of creation, at the end of each of the six days when God was creating, he said it was good. And at the end of the sixth day when his creation was finished, he looked at it in total and said it is very good. And then we have Genesis chapter three, where we see Adam and Eve, rather than choosing to love, trust, and obey God, they choose to love, trust, and obey themselves. And when they do that, they became sinful and God cursed the ground. And so now we have all inherited their sin and we live on the earth that has this ground that has been cursed. You know, Romans 8 talks about all creation groaning in the pains of yeah. childbirth until now. And so then we talk about, you know, that's the cause of the bad things. Is God the one that caused that to happen? No, humans made the decision to rebel. God allowed that. He allowed them Mm. that freedom to choose rebellion, but it was our choice. It was not how God initially designed creation. And then we also talk about, well, what when we look again at the whole biblical narrative, God's plan was to rescue us and redeem us in Jesus. And the plan is not for us to stay stuck here, but that one day Jesus is going to return and he's going to recreate the heavens and the earth and we can live with him forever. But then we also look at this amazing promise 
that God gives us in Romans chapter 8. That in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, it says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who have been called according to his purpose. And then how does that take place? Verse 29 explains that. It says, For those whom God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed into the image of of his son. And so we talk with kids about, you know, these bad things, there's sometimes we're not going to be able to understand. We're not going to be able to understand, you know, why did God allow my mom to get cancer? Why did God allow this couple to get divorced? You know, why did God allow this person to die? Why did God allow this person to say really hurtful things to me? And we're not going to have these answers, but we can trust that God is being true to his promise to use those things to make us more like Jesus because of all the attributes we've already learned about God. You know, the fact that God is eternal and infinite, the fact that he is wise, that he alone is wisdom, that he is faithful to his promises. And because we understand these other attributes of God as they're revealed in scripture, we can then trust that God is being true to his word, even when in the moment we can't make sense of it. So obviously I just gave a very long explanation with four-year-olds. I do not talk that long (laughs) to them, explain it in simpler words, have them do things with their hands, you know, but just to make sure that as we're learning these attributes of God, we're helping kids make sense of the world based on these attributes that God has revealed. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.